We go to breweries a lot. Like a lot, a lot. And when we're there, it's always fun to have a game to play. And lately, we can't get enough of Dice Throne. Marvel Dice Throne is a fast and fun board game for all ages. Each player selects one of eight heroes to face off in a head-to-head battle to see who earns the right to take the throne. Gameplay involves strategically rolling dice to activate special abilities, playing unique hero cards to manipulate results, and upgrading your hero board to power up your stats. This is currently being crowdfunded on Kickstarter and will have Kickstarter exclusives. Go there now to reserve your copy. Hey there, I'm Mr. Black. And I'm Mr. Green. And we're a couple of guys who met in a comic book store. Together we host the Pint O' Comics podcast, where we invite listeners to join us to talk about movies, TV, comics, music, or just whatever. Starting very soon, we'll be joining up with the fine folks at Forgotten Entertainment for a special limited series called On the QT, where we talk Tarantino. Every week for 10 weeks, a guest will join us to chat about every Quentin Tarantino movie from Reservoir Dogs to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So join us starting in May 2021. On the QT is a Available wherever you download your podcasts and is part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Ooh, that's a bingo. you did it proud of you hello and welcome to another episode of Kraken one open i'm mike and i'm elise and on this episode we'll be drinking some suds i don't really like calling it the suds no I it makes it sound like it. soap yeah i don't get why it's like it reminds me of bath time like just <laughs> and i like bath time but i don't want to drink bath time uh-uh, uh-uh. that's what that's what calling it suds always reminded me of i never understood that being like does, a has anyone in the last like 20 years referred to beer as suds or is that think, like an old timey thing i think it's an old time 20 years it's like i don't think anybody in the last like millennia <laughs> like in the last no, since probably like the 1950s has called it suds other than to maybe reference an old person calling it suds <laughs> or an old person trying to harken back to their cool dude days drinking some suds huh that's right root beer tapper <laughs> Uh, nice. But yeah, we'll be drinking some beer. <laughs> uh, specifically, what are we drinking today? <laughs> this week, we are cracking open The Circus, a session IPA from Norbrook Farm Brewery, which is located in Colebrook, Connecticut. Uh, so it opened in 2018, having kind of an unusual start. There are three big players in Norbrook's story. Brothers John and Andy Alclar and Colin Cohn. The Eauclairs were co-owners of the Electric Motion Company of Winstead, which was purchased by Hubble Power. So John thought he should do something with, a for- with the foreclosed farmland adjacent to his property in Coldbrook, which was basically just being used for haymaking and cow grazing. But he also uh, used a building on the property to store equipment and vehicles. One night, John was having a party with all of his contractor friends, and they agreed that the building and property would lend itself really well to being a craft brewery. Now all they needed was a brewer. That's where Cohn came in as a consultant at first and then as head brewer. 
They actually credit Kent Falls Brewing for breaking down some of the barriers for Connecticut farm breweries, which are apparently much more complicated to establish in terms of planning and zoning and all that fun legal stuff. I buy that because it's basically dual purpose land at that point. And mm-hmm. Connecticut's got so many blue laws yep. that setting up any kind of alcohol based anything, although there are tons of them in Connecticut, is more still, complicated than it needs to be. Yeah, it's still a hassle. Yep. Yeah. So Cone starts the process of brewing their first batch of all their core beers, and they opened in late September of 2018 with lines of people, many of whom were involved in the construction and stuff like that. Then in mid-October, WFSB aired in a segment of Something's Brewing featuring Norbrook, and by the end of the day, the brewery had completely sold out of all but two beers. So Eau made the bold decision to close down for a month to replenish their supplies. They had just opened, so it's kind of a crazy move. But at the same time, everyone knew it was because they literally ran out of beer. I was going to say, yeah, how are they going to open the next day with the two beers apparently nobody wanted? Yeah. Uh, And John was determined for people to have a good experience, not just come in and have a choice of two beers. So they tripled their equipment capacity and got down to brewing, reopened successfully a month later. And I would assume it's been smoother sailing ever since, (laughs) Uh, aside from the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So Norbrook Farm straddles the Norfolk and Colebrook town lines, which inspired the name. The brewery sits on 450 acres that they say are at the frontier stage, meaning perfect for walking, snowshoeing, cross-country skiing, mountain biking, disc golfing, and they already have those like baskets set up for you and everything. And the tasting room doesn't even have to be open for you to use their property, but the trails do close at sunset. And there's a a map um, and trail signs in progress as well. So at least for right now, you could get lost. Yeah. (laughs) 450 acres. Take a map, charge your phone. Uh, Norbrook Farm specializes in farmhouse style beers, ales, and lagers. Their signatures include a Saison, a Kolsch, a Porter, a Brown Ale, and a rotating IPA. And then they always have another like six to eight beers on tap as well. So the beer we're covering today, the Circus, is a session IPA. And I believe it's one of the rotating IPAs I just mentioned. Uh, galaxy hops are always in the mix, but every batch has a different set of, quote, citrus forward, tropical and fruity hops for a new performance in every batch. Grab a pint and enjoy the show. Uh, so we have lot 0525-2767. I think you need to say a little bit more robotic. 0525-2767. Good <laughs> enough. I'll allow it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so this was hopped with Comet. Strata, Mosaic, Citra, Callista, Zithos, and as always, Galaxy. Uh, Jeebus. <laughs> that is a lot of, that is too many hops. Uh, we'll get to it. So first up, we've got Comet, which was actually released in 1974 by the USDA after being bred specifically to address the demand for higher alpha hops. Comet's parentage includes English sunshine and a Native American hop, creating a flavor profile with strong grapefruit notes. Comet is also good for bittering, especially in lagers, but is popular to use for dry hopping in ales and IPAs. That being said, Comet is actually no longer in commercial production and is kind of hard to find. 
Really interesting. Then we have strata hops, which we've surprisingly only talked about like three times before on the podcast. Well, it's a, if, if memory recalls, mm-hmm. it's a newer hop and is actually quite expensive and hard to get at the moment. Strata hops were developed back in 2009 and soon became a part of the breeding program looking for novel aroma varieties. So in 2015, Strata was planted on a nine acre test plot. And then during the 2016 harvest, it yielded more than anyone had hoped for. So they shipped it to a few breweries for evaluation and it didn't take long to realize how unique Strata is achieving a balance that can only be found by blending hop varieties. Strata is described as passion fruit meets pot, layered with notes of passion fruit, mango, melon, and fresh strawberry. It also comes with a dank herbal note of cannabis, but it has less of the bite of other hops that are also dank. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, would agree, I would agree with that. I would agree with mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Apparently dry hopping only makes the brew that much more dank. But all experimentation points to Strata being very versatile as a dual purpose hop. Bittering with Strata brings a balanced bitterness. Flavor and aroma additions bring out the fruity side with tropical fruit and fresh berry brightness. Right now, it's mostly used in IPAs, pale ales, and session IPAs. But with more experimentation, there is speculation that it could be really good in everything from Saisons to lagers. Next up, we have Mosaic Hops which are a fairly new variety of hop um, released in 2012, but they are patented. So you can't grow them yourself. Uh, You can only buy the cones or pellets. What if I plant my beer? (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) When they were bred, you want to plant some money too? Uh, So when they were bred, the goal was- I have some outside and it has not yielded any results. (laughs) Go dig it up then. (laughs) The the goal was to create a hop similar to Simcoe, but uh, something that would provide a higher yield come harvest time. The name Mosaic refers to the complex and broad aromas that it imparts. Its flavor profile spans from the range of blueberry and berry medley to mango, stone fruit, floral, bubblegum, tropical, citrusy, grassy, piney, earthy, and spicy. And because of its clean bitterness, it also lends itself very strongly to dry hopping as well. Citra hops, a.k.a. 114, were first bred back in 1990. And Citra's lineage includes U.S. Tettnanger, Hallertarmittelfra, Brewer's Gold, East Kent Golding, and an unknown variety of American wild hop. And as we know, Citra hops are citrusy. Hey. hey, they have an ideal mix of high alpha acids and low cohumulone, which makes it good for bittering, but it's excellent as an aroma or flavor addition at any stage from pre to post boil. This is in large part due to their high mercine content, which is one of the major hop oils and it's heavily associated with citrus, but can also be found in mango, lemongrass, verbena and grapefruit. Citra can also lend delicate and desired aromatics, including gooseberry, lychee, mango, melon, grapefruit, orange rind, and passion fruit. Callista hops, uh, which are new, have they were developed by the Hop Research Center in Hull, Germany, with parentage from Hallertauer and an unknown male breeding line. Callista packs a fruity punch of stone fruits. Ruby red grapefruit 
and raspberries. It really shines in delicate styles like Pilsner's or as a late addition for pale ales and IPAs. Now, Zethos, which is also new, is a proprietary hop blend created by Hop Union intended to optimize and exceed the aroma characteristics of their traditional and sometimes hard-to-get IPA hops. So Zithos imparts distinct tangerine, citrus, floral, pine, and grapefruit tones. It's dual purpose and can be used in all hop additions throughout the brewing process. And last but certainly not least, we've got Galaxy Hops. They are a unique Australian breed of hop that's descended from the German variety called Pearl. But what makes Galaxy really unique is that it has the highest percentage of essential oils in the industry. It was first commercially produced in 2009 after nine years of testing and quickly gained popularity within Australia as well as overseas. It has amazing citrus, peach, and passion fruit aromas. The flavor is very intense right when you use it, and then it kind of mellows out a bit as it matures. Galaxy Hops have a flavor profile that is very fruity, uh, like passion fruit, apricot, and key lime, citrus, and black currant but no floral or spicy notes. And this makes them very much in demand. I'd like to say that I'm very interested in trying these two new hops. Mm-hmm. But something tells me I won't know what the hell I'm tasting <laughs> this beer. So that was something that I wanted to bring up as well. So they have one, two, three, four different lots, including the one that we're going to be drinking today. They have four different ones that they have done in the past. And this is the first one that is such a, like... So many things. So many hops. So the first one was Cascade, Mandarina, Bavaria, and Galaxy. The second one was Centennial, Simcoe, Sabro, and Galaxy. The third one was Strata, Idaho 7, and Galaxy, which sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. And then this the the one that we're drinking today is just like... All the hops. So I'm I'm curious and I'm a little apprehensive. Do you I think that say. was the experiment on this beer was, hey, what if we put in all the hops? Maybe. <laughs> but I am excited to be trying two new hops. I just, I, you know, not that we can discern them, but it might add something a, a little, you know, a little extra. But you won't be able to tell because there's also five other hops in them. I don't know. I'm trying to make the best out of it, okay? Listen, it still could still be fantastic. It's a session, which are fantastic. So mm-hmm. I'm interested. I'm intrigued. I just don't know what I'm going to be, be be able to pick out from this flavor. <laughs> but we'll find out. We will find out. When are we going to find out? Right now. Oh, you want me to get the beer? Right now. Oh, God, okay. All right. What was the other beer we had from this place? Uh, Mount Pisgah IPA. That oh, was last right. okay. year. And that was really good. Remember, we had a beer last year that was a circus tent-like design. So that was actually Little Lungs from Short Throw. Yes, Little Lungs was. That, that was, was the circus one. And yeah. I, 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 as I was picking this one up, I was like, damn it, that promo's already done. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see what it, we can come up with for this one. Ready to crack it? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that is actually a lot lighter than I kind of expected it to be for a session. It's a session. A session's always light. Oh, and that's not true. It's not always light. I lied. It is way more head than I thought. So carbonated. 
So while we're waiting for the foam to go down. <laughs> uh, brief shout out to Two Roads. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this on the last episode. No, I don't think so. Uh, but when we were there, we had their Rosemary's other, no, Rosemary's stepchild. When they make three Rosemary's, the Rosemary's baby, Rosemary's other baby, which is just a stronger one, age longer in the rum or age longer in the whiskey barrels. And then they have uh, Rosemary's stepchild, which is mm-hmm. aged in rum barrels. And usually that's all that it is. But this year they soured it. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting and so good. And we always talk about pumpkin beers and how much I love pumpkin beers. And, you know, oh, we're going to do another six pack series maybe next year. But I just want to do a shout out that like, it's it's at their brewery right now. You can go pick it up. I don't know how long it'll be there. Yeah, but they're not distributing it in like it's not kegs going to or anything. stores or kegs or anything like that. It's so unique, and I've never seen a pumpkin sour around. No. So if you have a chance to get that, if you're in the area or you know somebody who is who can get you um, a two pack or a four pack, go pick. Get that yourself up, a good friend who can ship you beer. It's so interesting. It's so unique, and it's so good. Um, it was really, really not what I was expecting. Cause like I said, it's usually just the same beer aged in rum, mm-hmm. which gives it a slightly different flavor, but this completely changed it. And it was such an interesting, unique, uh, fantastic experience. Mm-hmm. So now that the head is finally down, finally paused it for a decent amount of time. <laughs> so one thing is it's got a, it's not even like the thickest head I've seen on a beer, but it's, it's definitely like fluffy, fluffy, frothy and just stays. It's almost like a solid. It stays in your finger too when you touch it. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's really interesting. And made a crater in my frost. Ah! Oh, that's bizarre. All right. Oh, such a weird smell. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Well, there's a lot to unpack here. There's so much going on. I'm glad this is a session. It would be an obnoxious IPA. Yeah. I would say right up front, I'm getting a lot of that dank pine resin along with apricot maybe a little bit of grapefruit and a lot of berry. Yeah. I think you kind of hit on the head and pretty much in that order. Dank resin, apricot, berry. Maybe even a little strawberry, like definitely mixed berry, but maybe even that fresh strawberry. I really couldn't tell. Got a very weird smell. Very weird smell. Good. Bad. Aroma. Let's know. let's go with aroma instead of smell. Smell yeah. sounds we'll negative. Se- we'll sexy it up with an aroma, but mm. I mean, it's not positive, but it's also not negative. It's just weird. Unique. It's weird. Holy head, man. You gotta, the carbonation on this is serious. You gotta pour it carefully. Yeah, it really dances on your tongue. It really kind of affects the, um, the tasting experience mm-hmm. in like a fun way. It's like got those little tickly bubbles that really like... It's not just like, hey, this beer is carbonated. It's like, hey, <laughs> it's carbonated. <laughs> it's very complex for a session. Yeah. But is that a good thing or a bad thing? Maybe I've been looking at sessions I don't the know. wrong way. I always think of sessions as being so crushable. crushable. So so much like the, the lils, like the little heaven and the little juicies mm-hmm. and the little tugs just... So, oh, little tug. So, just you can drink like five of them, like, mm, 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 on yeah, a hot day. And it's like it's soda. Just like, oh, so good. Beer soda. It's just fantastic. Easy drinking IPA with a nice amount of bitterness and, and, and kind of floral, I guess, most mm-hmm. of the sessions we've had are. This is just kind of a low ABV IPA, IP, serious IPA. Yeah. Like. Which, I mean, it is kind of a, 
refreshing <laughs> take on it. It's different. It makes me think of sessions as something different now. Yeah. Because it's not necessarily crushable. I don't think this is crushable, although I'm almost already done with it. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, yeah, I mean, I appreciate having something so interesting that's only 5%. So, you you know, you don't have to necessarily be like, all right, I, I got to stop now. No, but, 5% is 5%. It's like, whatever. Well, this is going to, this is heavy enough to stop me in my tracks, though, even though it's a session. I'm not stopping me in my tracks, but I'm not going to pound five of these to begin with. No, no. But you wouldn't be so intimidated to have another uh another beer after this oh sure also got some sediment so there is some sediment in this not a lot though oh really just some i haven't got well i haven't gotten to the end of my can yet and i'm also pretty sure this is the first session i've seen with sediment sediment that's also true i can't remember if mount pisgah had sediment or not i I would assume it did i remember liking mount pisgah Mm -hmm. not that i don't like this it's just so weird (laughs) Can you can call it unique. It'll can grow call on it interesting. you. I'm, 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 call, almost, I'm calling it right now. I'm almost it's going to grow on so you. So it's definitely grown on me. I just don't know what it is. This is like, this is like, I mean, I'm not going to say it's my geyser goes because it's, it's not going to ever surpass that. No. Geyser flavor, goes is a completely different animal. You ask me what I think of this beer right now. Ask me what I think about this beer. What do you think about this beer? I don't like it. Ask Damn. me how, get, ask me where I'm at at this beer. I've almost finished it already. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I could probably have another already. So like, I don't know. I don't know where I am in this beard. Part of my body goes, Mike, you don't like this. And the other part's like, oh, this is interesting. And I like it. Mm -hmm. And I just don't know where I am. I'm like, it's not a session. And I think part of me was really hoping to crack open a session. You were excited Uh, when I told you it was a session. That's true. And what we got is this. It's not the session you wanted. It's this double IPA that makes me seem like I have no longer been affected by alcohol content. It's like. Are you are you free? Are you like freebasing this uh, <laughs> this session right now? Like this double IPA, you've almost finished it. No, it's a session. They can just go through it. But it really has all that. Not maybe not the flavor in a double IPA, mm-hmm. but definitely a strong, strong regular IPA. Yeah, it's just and the head, the foam doesn't move. If yeah, you were the talking foam, before, the and I was the pouring the rest of my beer. Part, like, honestly, it was magic. The beer just turned back into foam, and I, I feel like you could almost sculpt the foam. <laughs> try it you could you could <laughs> you can make like a muppet face i'm pretty sure i made one of the uh electric uh whatever electric bandwagon bands or whatever from the oh Muppets. my god the i'm pretty sure i made that dude <laughs> uh it, it's it's just weird the foam is so cool and i will say i'm get on the the aroma of the beer is very citrusy you know what i'm gonna call the aroma what what's my word of the day circusy what no what's my word of the day for this beer Weird. Ah! <laughs> oh man, I can't believe you fell for that. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's just. I'm going to have to play the Pee Wee's Playhouse theme song. <laughs> You're getting, what are you getting off the scent? Citrus. I'm getting this bubble gum and berry scent. Ooh. I wonder if it's because you have more foam than I do. Maybe. It's definitely probably blocking the beer part of it. And the foam definitely has a Here, different kind of taste. Yeah. Smell mine. This is weird. We're trading glasses just to sniff the foam. Yeah. It does block the smell. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's like so whole, weird. a completely different scent. Ah! I think my foam actually <laughs> smells stronger than the beer smell, but it's a very different smell. Mm-hmm. It's just got all these flavors at once. 
It's still easy drinking. Oh yeah, but it's don't, don't get it wrong. This is complex, but it's definitely easy easy drinking. But there's so much flavor going on. You can't just. It wants to be all the things. Yeah. You know, nothing's winning out over anything else. I guess the galaxy hops, I would say, are definitely prevalent. Mm-hmm. I can definitely tell there are galaxy hops you in this. You do love your galaxy. But I don't think I could pick out, I don't even think I could pick out the Citra. I I would say I pick out the Mosaic and the, the galaxy yeah, over everything. You can definitely pick out Mosaic. But the two new ones, I, I, no. couldn't, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I, you said you got some strawberry, but I don't know. Well, that was... Is it Strata? It must be Strata that has the elusive strawberry. Because that, like, there, there's a couple hops where we've had them a few times and they have some interesting notes, but we've never been able to, like, really pull them mm-hmm. when we drink the beer. Kind of disappointing. Yeah. Would you like to talk about the can? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes. Uh, so the can is a tall boy. It is a wraparound label, not a full press. Um... But it's rather well glued on, I would say, for like a smaller, newer brewery. Like there's no bubbles or nothing. Very clean pressed on. It's an old school kind of logo. It's it's yes. a white label. And then all the colors on this are muted. And they are colors of red and yellow because obviously it's a circus. And that's like classic circus tent colors. <laughs> but although you can tell that the label is supposed to be a circus tent, uh, it's kind of abstract. It's just a couple of it's. um red in kind of a bent line form, a thick bent line, and then a empty gap of white, and then a thing of yellow, then an empty gap of white, and then a thing of red, and an empty gap of yellow, all to make like what looks like you're inside a tent. So it mm-hmm. all kind of caves in on itself. Um, and then in the center are old timey, kind of like late 1800s uh, newspaper drawing clippings. <laughs> extra, extra, yeah. read all about it. <laughs> With men in mustaches uh, and very effeminate clothes doing acrobatics, an elephant with a banner on its back, holding a uh, a flag that says Norbrook Farm Brewery. And the uh, edge of the flag is actually a f- smiling face holding two hops in its mouth, which is very bizarre <laughs> and hard to, like I guess, visualize the way I said it. Mm-hmm. And then the circus font, or the font for the circus is in a circus type font, and it's yellow in the background. And then... In the main, the main kind of center of attention is in the center circus ring is a tractor, black and white tractor, because they're on a farm, with a colored, very differently drawn goat. I mean, this goat is definitely like maybe their mascot because he is kind of more modernly drawn, standing up with a top hat on top of this tractor, <laughs> looking over everything in the in the front. On the left side of the can, you have New England Session IPA, 5% ABV, 25 IBU. Welcome to The Circus, our fun, easy-drinking session IPA brewed with pale molten oats and stuffed full of galaxy hops. Along with galaxy, we juggle in more rotating citrus-forward tropical and fruity hops for a new performance in every batch. Please visit NorbrookFarm.com and match the lot number from the side of this can to see what hops were used in this latest performance. Grab a pint and enjoy the show. So basically, check and check. it's always the same can as well. Oh, and then you okay. got to look online after you get the lot number on the bottom, I guess, which is interesting. Nice. Or the lot number on the side. It's on the side of the label. It's on the side and the bottom. I actually didn't see it on the side. I looked at the bottom. <laughs> oh, uh, then it says drink fresh. Please recycle one one pint. 16 ounces. Farm fresh beer. And then you get Norbrook Farm Brewery. 204 Stillman Hill Road. 
Colebrook, Connecticut, 06021. If anyone was wondering, 860-909-1016 is their farm num- or phone number and norbrookfarm.com is their website. And then the surgeon's general or the government warning on the very right side of the can, along with the lot number. Very nice. See, well, let's get the independent craft logo as well on the bottom, along with mm-hmm, a Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, and Twitter logo. They're on everything. Not very often you see socials. a beer with a Twitter. I mean, we have a, yeah, I think we're pretty much all the major, I mean, Two Roads has a Twitter. I mean, like the bigger, like, craft breweries do, but the smaller ones don't all have a Twitter. Usually yeah. it's Instagram or Facebook. That's true. Twitter's just not very big for beer. Yeah. It, well, I mean, it's tough because, like, you want to include a picture and you, you can't really make it that interesting without describing it. And you only have that so many characters. Describe this beer in 120 characters. Yeah. It's beery and uh, there's bubbles. Galaxy hops. Buy it. It's got flavors of beer. Flavors of what? Flavors of what? Tweet one of two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, I've just never been a big fan of Twitter. I get kind of as the beer matures in the glass or as it warms mellows up and change out. and mellows out, I get like an apple peel kind of undertone. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, there's like this big apple peel kind of thing that's sweet and bitter at the same time kind of wave hits your tongue, mm-hmm. which is very akin to obviously when you're eating an apple with the skin on. Very, very similar to that. We didn't even go apple picking this fall. It's it's still the fall. I know, but apple <laughs> season is like it like peaks in September. Uh, it's pretty much over. <laughs> who knows? Because the way that temperatures were this year. Yeah, that's true. Temperatures are different now, man. September's the new August. August is the new July. June is the new May. Wait, what? What? <laughs> You're weird. <laughs> so what are your thoughts, baby? Did you did has your opinion changed or is it are you still not a fan? Again, ask me what I think about this beer. What do you think about this beer? I don't think I like it. Ask me what I want. What do you want? I kind of want another circus. <laughs> I, 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 it's very interesting. It's very different. It's not what I was expecting. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not what I was hoping for, to be honest. But it is unique and it's something different that I never thought a session could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that mean I have to keep like one eye open every time I look at a session now? Am I going to be like eyeing it like, hmm, <laughs> is that session going to be what I think it's going to be? I don't know. I think it's a really interesting beer, but I think it's a lot of hops. Yes. And I think it could have done with a few less hops. Maybe. I don't think it's terrible by any stretch. I mean, I'm almost done already. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's hard to pin down a flavor and it's really, really complex. I, I couldn't eat anything with this. No. Nothing would This is definitely this. something to be appreciated on its own. I would definitely agree with that. Do I wish that we had tried some previous iterations? Absolutely. I'm not disappointed that we tried this one because it has a couple hops that we've never had before. I hope that we can try them again and maybe suss them out of another beer. But I I am enjoying this. It's not my favorite session, like you said, but it's very interesting and I'm glad that we tried it. But I think that's the point, too. I think. The whole point of the circus is it's craziness. It's madness. (laughs) That's why they call it the circus. It's welcome to the circus. We're going to throw a bunch of shit in here and see what happens. Yeah. 
I, I don't think they necessarily want you to like it. They just want you to experience it. And, and it's a, and something it yeah, for what it is. They want to experience as well. It, it, I don't think all of them are supposed to turn out okay. And in that case, I mean, mission accomplished. Exactly. It's an experiment. So regardless of whether I like it or dislike it or think it's weird or think it's quote unquote unique, which is just fancy for weird. It's just, <laughs> hey, I'm trying to be nice about saying it's weird. Yeah. Uh, weird is not bad. Weird is good. Mm-hmm. And weird is different. And different is fantastic because I always talk about IPAs always being the same. Yeah. And like the, it's got Citra in it. And I'm like, oh, guess what? Be uh, It's always got Citra. Wah, wah. Like there was that stretch. And, and lately it's changed. Lately, a, a lot of the beers, I will say. We have not hit a stretch lately where we've kind of been stuck in a in a beer rut. Yeah, no, I, I am thankful up, that yeah, with IPAs that we've been able styles. to find some different ones to kind of spice it up. Yeah, not everyone's just using Citra and doing the same. You know, what's it going to be? Stone fruit or grapefruit? Yeah, that was us all <laughs> last year. Uh, yeah, it's it it is changed up, and you have to experiment. And you have to do weird things. And weird is good because I would rather be drinking this beer, even if I didn't like it. I I don't know if I don't like it or not. Mm -hmm. I would rather be drinking this than another beer that just tastes like grapefruit with the same exact malts and the same exact hops and the same exact base. This is different. It's interesting. You got to stir it up. Yeah. They put, this can't be a cheap beer, by the way. No, absolutely not. With the amount of hops they threw in this, this could not be, I don't, I don't know what, this has got to be really borderline, like cost-effective beer, because mm-hmm. um, I know that's a big thing with a, a lot of breweries is trying to get beer that is cost-effective, mm-hmm. and I don't think this one is. Probably but not. That's it. They threw caution to win and said, "Screw it. Let's see what happens when we do this, man. Let's let's churn this baby out." And I appreciate that exactly. And it it's not it is not bad. No, it not regardless not bad at all. of whether I decide I don't like it or not. Which again, I kind of want another one. <laughs> it's not bad. It's just weird. And weird is sometimes fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's how I fell in love with Geyser Goza. It's true. And that's my favorite beer of all time. It's really evolving as it goes on. Yeah. As the temperature comes down, I'm I'm almost, I wish that they had given us a, like an optimal temper serving temperature. Mm-hmm. I feel like some of the hops are coming through differently now. Mm-hmm. Like you're getting different hops than you were at like at its coldest and when it's at its warmest. Very interesting. Very interesting. Mm. Similar, but, you know, you could definitely taste the difference. Anyway, as I finish my beer, that's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got. Well, then let's uh, close out the show, shall we? All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for tuning into this week's episode. And if you enjoyed it, please rate it, review it, share it with your friends and subscribe to catch our future episodes. You can find us on crackandwhenopen.com or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at crackandwhenopen, or shoot us an email at crackandwhenopen at gmail.com with any comments, questions, or suggestions, because we always want to hear from you. Yes, we do. Yes, we, we do, do. We do. We do. <laughs> uh, what else you got? I've got audiobooks on audible my name is michael butler go search me up look for my books there's a lot of michael butlers so i'm gonna give you some titles if you're still in the spooky mood like i am if you miss halloween so much (sighs) (laughs) stupid christmas encroaching on my spook time honestly though 
12 days of Christmas. Why isn't it the 12 days of Halloween? I guess technically I mean, as soon as ABC August does, goes through, you go through. Yeah. ABC, ABC does a countdown. <laughs> technically now it's Halloween and like the end of August. So yeah, I can't say it's not, but still more spoop. I've got spoopy books. I've got uh, the final girl, which is like an 80 slasher movie. I've got the murder of Kelly Christopher, which is a horror movie fanatic who kind of does a podcast on where a famous uh, horror movie actress disappeared into after appearing in only one famous horror film. Uh, what happened to her? It's a, it's a mystery book. It's a podcast book. It's a movie about kind of moving past your fandom. Um, but it's definitely got horror fans in mind when it's written. It's really well done. I've also got Coffee at Midnight, which is a collection of short horror stories. Progressive Entrapment, which is a collection of disgusting, disgusting horror stories to get grosser as you go, which is the point of it. It's Progressive Entrapment. It's in the title, man. I've also got Sour, which is a book like an Appalachian fairy tale. It's like Evil Dead, where I do, but in the South. So I do a bunch of Southern accents, including a, a grizzly old witch. It's really good. Read that. And uh, yeah, buy my books. I've also got other podcasts I do. I've got Forgotten Cinema, a podcast with my buddy Mike Field. We talk about films that seem to be forgotten by audiences, whether it be because a more popular movie was released at the same time or the film simply didn't catch on with an audience in its initial run. We'll discuss what we love about the movie. Maybe don't love about it, but we always recommend you revisit it. You never know. You might find your own Forgotten Gem. Forgotten Cinema is available at ForgottenCinemaPodcast.com or ForgottenEntertainment.com as we are part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. And while you're on that website, check out all the other great podcasts we have. Yet another Marvel uh, podcast, yet another DC podcast, yet another Star Wars podcast, Bohemian Geek Studies, Nomcast. Check them all out. They're all good. That's what I got. All right. And a special thanks for our theme, which was composed and performed by Joe Reichert. Well, until next time. Cheers. Cheers. Shut up, Alexa. No, it's it's you. It's you. It's you. <laughs> it's always been you. It's never not it's been you. It's always been you. You're the per- you. It's wrong. <laughs>